0: Every time I see or watch, It's a Wonderful Life, I always wonder, if Bedford Falls is such a small little town, how come there are always so many people out walking around? Every scene that's outside, every street scene that you see through the town, when they're walking around after the pool incident, there's just so many people just walking around. It doesn't make any sense for for such a small town. I'm just saying. Welcome to Tea with Keo I live in one room with a good view of the wall. I make cups of tea and wander in the hall. I sit on my bed. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good whenever you happen to be listening. Welcome to Tea with Keho. I'm Kehoe. Here's my tea. Such a tasty tea. Mm. And it's at a great temperature. You know how I like the temperature. Not too hot. Not, you know, hot, but not burning. But not, you know, in that perfect little spot for me. I like it. How y'all doing today? I'm doing well. Today I'm in the basement. Came downstairs in the basement because, I have to make a confession, I truly thought yesterday was Monday. I had a conference call in the morning uh, that eventually got canceled, but still, had planned for a conference call in the morning, had one at one in the afternoon, that went off as scheduled, so for some reason, those conference calls to me in my mind said, that's a Monday thing. Conference calls are Monday things. Uh, And so I fully thought yesterday was Monday. And um, it wasn't. It was Tuesday. So today is Wednesday. And today, I uh, am doing the show today like I thought it was Tuesday. So it's a day late. And uh, hopefully, no one really minds too much. And uh, you'll forgive me. Please forgive me. So thank you on that. But back to what I opened the show with. Have you ever, you know, have you ever thought that when you've seen It's a Wonderful Life? It just seems like there's always a lot of people walking around and not going anywhere. I mean, of course, you don't know where they're you know coming from or going to. So you can't say, that oh, they're going nowhere. But in the aspects of the of the of the movie, it's in a neighborhood, so they're just walking around a neighborhood and it used to always baffle me. there's always so many people out i I've never like I live in Buffalo, I grew up in the village of Hamburg, so populations aren't super dense around here, and I always thought Bedford Falls was a smaller town, a smaller community, not very big I mean on par with say the village of Hamburg. In my mind, at least, when I was, you know, to this day, that's how I've envisioned the size of that, you know, little town. About 10,000 people, 5,000 people in that range. And I remember being out and about as a young child and never seeing droves of people walking around. Now, mind you, it's suburbia. And I thought Bedford Falls seems like the beginning of suburbia um, with their little community they built up there and uh, for all the hard working folks with the savings and loan, and all the, you know, the, the little Main Street town, it just felt like that size. It felt like that was the size of that town and somewhat suburban, you know. So I always pictured it like my little hometown. And seeing all those people around was just always baffling and confusing to me. It's like, where, where are all these people coming from? Where are they all going? What are they doing? It, it makes no sense to me. Uh, it's a sleepy little town. Why are there so many folks out walking around? Now, I, I've thought later in life that, well, in that time period, way, when that movie was made, there weren't you know, TVs, I don't believe. Um, there was the radio. So, I mean, people weren't sitting at home watching TV. People weren't, you know, glued to the computer or doing those things. I mean, but growing up in the 70s and 80s, there wasn't, you know, the computers. There was TV, all right, but there wasn't computers. And I can't think that everyone was so glued to the TV all the time. So I just, it always baffled me. And I bring this up because throughout this... uh Pandemic throughout the quarantine, the uh, uh, that you know just the whole thing. I, I'm trying trying to find a nice little word that's not always been used in quarantine and pandemic and COVID nineteen. It's I I can't. There's no other fun little word to use to describe what we're going through in my mind right now. So for what's going on and. Through what it is though you' know, sorry, through what is going on, Cheryl and I have taken our walks. We at first, we were going out and uh just walking through our neighborhood to get out and get some fresh air and have some you know you know freshness some you know the the house can get stale sometimes. I fart a lot. Depending on the food, Uh, so it could be, you know, you gotta sort of move out of the house a little bit. And in March, April, there were not always the best days to get out and walk, but we would do it. And we initially were getting out at night, evening time, uh, after dark and going out for these walks. And no one was out. And it was wonderful. You could walk wherever you wanted. No one was really out. Uh, The traffic was really light. It was good being, you know, and you could be outside and feel safe and comfortable and not have to worry about things. And then as things progressed and we needed to have a mask, we would walk with our masks just in case we needed it. But as time has gone on and days have gotten nicer, we have been going out walking at all types all times of the day. We've gone out in the morning, we've gone out in the afternoon, we go out at night still. But going out in the daytime is the risk of running into people and getting too close, so we always have our masks with us. So we're always prepared for that with the mask, and we try to do our best and honestly, there are a ton of people out right now walking around the neighborhoods. And it makes me think of like Bedford Falls, like just some normal street. Like we were walking down the street, you know, know, like even today, we were walking down the street, past an elementary school and uh, regular normal homes, a little side street right in front of the school. And the school's on a side street. So it's just a quiet little neighborhood. And there was probably 10 groupings of people in that three-block section of folks just walking. Someone with their dog. Someone with their kids. A couple. uh, You know, a small family. Just groups of people out walking and enjoying the moderately good day. It's It's like 51 degrees. Not really windy. So it's not a bad day it's like, wow, this feels like Bedford Falls. Just this quiet little street, just crammed with people. And what makes it fun in the daytime, or at least adds a little bit of, you know, fun to the day, I guess, is as you're walking down the street, a couple houses ahead of you, maybe a block away, you notice, uh, you know, couple people walking down towards you. And it seems like we are making the decision in our head, and I would like to think they're making the decision in their head on when we are going to cross the street. Because we're on the same sidewalk, we're walking towards each other, but we don't want to get too close to each other. So we can either Walk on the grass on either side of the si- sidewalk and avoid each other that way, or someone crosses the street. We have done the stand in the driveway and you know walk up a drop you know a driveway a few feet and wait out the person walking by and they go by, and then we can, and you walk. We've done that. We, but what we've been doing now is like a little game. We see someone's like cross the street here. Who No one else. We gotta go back. We get to a corner. There's people on two on two sides. We're gonna take the diagonal, and we're gonna go down this street, and then turn down that you know you know that street because there's no people down this one, and we're taking these walks, and our movements are being, forced, or at least we're making our our movements by the people we see. So we're avoiding folks at all costs. We're, we're just avoiding contact. We're walking across the street. We're avoiding, if someone's in their dro- driveway, we'll cross the street. And then we've gone back and forth like three or four times on the same street. And that's all fine and good. And what's really neat is though, at, at everyone is super friendly. Like, you walk past someone, you're like, hey, how you doing? And they wave, and hello, and everyone's just waving to each other and being polite and kind and happy, and that makes me feel really good. And it makes me think, because we're bound up in the house, we're stuck in the house for a long time, this might be the first time they're out in a few days. might be the first time I'm out in a few days. Haven't seen anyone else but my beautiful wife, who, you know, I say wife, you know, fiance, but you know, wife, because in my mind, she is my wife. We're, the wedding has been postponed because of COVID, and we're not going to make our vows like we planned on the end of the month. But in my mind, we are married. So I call her my wife. I've skipped past the fiance. Technically, technically, that is the right term. I hate the right term sometimes. It's not, you know, it's the feeling that counts more than the word. And the feeling is, she's my wife, plain and simple. We'll have a piece of paper that says that soon, in the future, next year, but not this year. So, um, where did I get off of that tangent? Wow, I was going somewhere. I completely turned right, and now I turned back. I don't remember exactly where I was. I oh my lord! <laughs> this is the beauty of uh, uncut radio. Uh, it's sort of like um, an uncircumcised. Radio show. It's uncut. We're, we've got all the foreskin. We're an uncut show. Uh. <laughs> so, but these walks that we're going on have been nice, and they've been good. And uh, it's like a little game we play to avoid people. And everyone has been so nice as we're walking by. You're waving and being polite because we have been all cooped up. Inside for so long That when you do get out And you see someone You're like, oh my god I gotta say hi to them It's I won't say it's as bad as You know, dogs Yet Um, And what I mean by that is When two dogs meet each other It tends to be one or two reactions One of a few reactions A Avoidance They're both timid, and they really don't want to be near each other at all. That happens. Aggressiveness. One or both of the dogs are overly aggressive, and it's just not cool. That's one way it could go. Other way, completely happy to see each other, and shoving their noses up their ass to smell and get a, a good, hard gander of who they are hanging out with. And they get excited and they're all jumping around and all happy and wiggling and touching and smelling their asses and doing all that stuff. And they're like, yeah, hey dog, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are the same damn way. But I think right about now, because of the pandemic and because uh, we've been cooped up so long, like a dog might be, your dog's at home for most of his day. He gets out for a little bit and sees another dog. He's going to be excited yeah another dog so we're like that we're getting to that point we're we're good right now it's like yeah another person hi how you doing good to see you good you know hey yard's looking good if if they're working on their yard or hey how you doing as you avoid them on the street and you wave it's like it's not you it's the disease yep bye-bye have a great day you know we're really nice to each other uh you do get those aggressive, you know, types who are just, like, you know, walking around and, like, they see you in your mask and you're, and, and they're like, oh, you're, you're that type. I've heard that. You're that type. Well, yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm the type that's uh, thinking of everybody else and myself, you know. I don't want myself to get sick, but I also don't want to potentially get anyone else sick. And that's the one thing that never – it doesn't seem – It baffles me that people don't seem to get that. Yeah, the individual might not become sick. I might never get COVID. I might never pick it up, never spread it, never. All of it is fine. I get through the whole pandemic. I never catch it. Did I isolate for no reason? Was I dumb for, you know, it's like, I never got it. I didn't need to isolate. No. The reason I never got it is because I did the right thing. I stayed inside. I kept my distance. I wore a mask. I did. I washed my hands. I did the things that I needed to do to not get it. And I didn't get it. And I didn't spread it to anybody. And that's great. But I don't know if I didn't get it. I have no idea of knowing right now so, a month ago, maybe I had it. Maybe it came through me and it didn't affect me at all. But I still had it. And I could carry it. And I could spread it. And if I went out, I was going to spread it to, to, to somebody. If I wore my mask, hopefully I wouldn't. And then you with your mask, the double protection would have helped. And prevented spread. So. I can say, maybe I never get it. I isolated and did the right things. That's why. These people who walk around going, well, I never got it. It was pointless. Why would I have to do this? The reason you didn't get it is because we did this. And the individual, one person who might not get it, sure, you're going to feel maybe inconvenienced or you're going to feel like, uh, you know, I wasted this whole time because I never got sick. But if you didn't stay home and you didn't do the right thing, you might have gotten sick and you might be dead. That's what people don't get. And the longer that we keep fucking around and not wanting to stay in and ga- and gathering in small groups because we're frustrated and angry and we want a haircut. And, a, you know, you know, shut the fuck up. Get a floby and do it yourself. Don't you have a friend who is a hair salonist? You know, find a friend of a friend. You know, I know many pe- pe- people who cut hair and if I felt comfortable with it and I was that type and they were that type, I would say, hey, go cut my hair friend and I'll pay you. And they'd say okay and they both get to disease. You know, but <clears throat> not everyone knows uh, a barber or a Salonist. Salonist, is that their um, term? Their uh, stylist? (laughs) Salonist. I'm a salonist. I work in a salon. I'm a salonist. Yeah, that's horrible. Sorry, folks. (coughs) Excuse me. And so you can deal without a haircut. So your hair dye is, you know, is running out. You you know, they sell it in the stores, right? Men can buy just for men. Women can buy all the other hair dye. It's, there's a disproportionate uh, thing in there. Uh, A lot more dye for women's hair than there is dye for men's hair. It's just the way it is. But... You can buy that in case your your hair's not the color you want it anymore. And it's longer than you might like it. Let's try something new. See something new. You know, so I, I just get frustrated with the people who are uh, fighting this and not thinking about it in some sort of logical, sensible way, which really seems, uh, you know, unfortunate for most of us because... This is one of those things, in my opinion, and, you know, it's my opinion. And like assholes, everyone has one. And a lot of times they're full of shit. So take my opinion for what it's worth. An asshole full of shit, which is probably what some people might say. But in my opinion, the few will endanger the many. And as long as I can stay away from some of those few, I'll feel okay. And my hope is that either, you know, I I don't want anyone to get sick or anyone to die. But if someone has to get sick, I wouldn't mind if a couple of them were these protesters who would then realize, oh, my actions really did affect, or the actions of others really did affect me. That would just be nice. Just for maybe, you know, for them to get the realization and see the the point of what's going on and maybe think about it in a different way. And maybe a few people have to get sick to maybe learn that uh, this is for real and not a hoax and not something, you know... One group or another is doing to us, you know, get over that. This is nature doing what nature does. One, one creature is going to try to live. Unfortunately, the way this thing lives is by hurting us. So the more we can help to not let it live and spread, that'd be better. Don't you think? A little common sense. be be lovely if some people had it. I feel that's a missing aspect in the world. In, well, it, no. I'm not going to say the world. Because from what I'm reading, a lot of the world has taken proper steps. Uh, I mean, New Zealand and South Korea, who hell we're right in the path of this thing especially South Korea and uh, New Zealand being a lot closer to China than we are they recognized the problem and mobilized worked and did the things that needed to be done the right way they conveyed the information I'm going to say the right way from their leaders all the way down to their citizens. Everyone was on the same page. Everyone was doing the right things. And they are successes. All through Europe, Asia, South America, you know, you hear of things that the governments are doing that are right. And then you see places like Russia, who, as Putin said, I can't remember the quote exactly, but word, word, it, this is not good. They've failed. They have not kept up with what's going on. You look at America. When your president is proud... Doing a great job that only seventy five thousand to eighty thousand people might die. That's a great job. We really did a good job. You know the worst estimates were really high, and we're at the low end. No, 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 no. That's it's nothing to be proud of. It's it's it's, because, that's the worst. The wor- Yo, if we took everything and did it right that was the worst case scenario we have not done that and we have not even touched the worst case scenario yet in my opinion it has really not worked its way through the country New York Los Angeles West Coast, Washington everything that's where A lot of travel hit and New York, a melting pot of the world. And it will spread outward from that and into the country. And once you see Nebraska full of COVID, once you see Kansas and Iowa and the heartland of, you know, Indiana, uh, Arkansas, you know, really dealing with it on a level that I I don't think they'll have a level like Manhattan. No one should. That's a unique place. But it's, you know, it's going to hit these states that it's really not, it's not a problem here. Well, it will be if things keep going the way, open it up, that's going to happen. And I do apologize, I didn't mean to go off on this tangent I'm trying to stay away from this sort of shit But my brain is just I've gotta stop watching And reading Some things You know, about all of this And It's tough to not Want to Watch the myriad of uh, YouTube Channels that are just showing the obvious ineptitude of our shitty president. And they're all still afraid he could win. And that's just, that just, so. Uh, and I, I responded to a friend today and said this to him. Um, they had a video up of him, sh- you know, shutting up a reporter was was uh, quoting him back to himself, you said this the other day. And he says, Yo. no, 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 no. He, he said, shut up in not so many words or different words, but he said, shut up and listen to me. I said this and then said something different from what he said. And that's when I wanted the reporter. And I just want one of these reporters one day. And I just, oh, I just want it to happen. And they just fucking flip out. And they're just like, no, you shut the fuck up. You're a lying piece of shit. You said this, this is your exact quote. This is what you said. Now shut your fucking hole, you lying piece of shit. And then just walk away from, you know, just like, I'm done, I'm done. I'm done. This fucktard, I'm done. And walk away. That's what I would love to hear. I would love a reporter to just lose their shit on him. Because he... Oh, I know it's not... You know... Everyone's got a fucking opinion about an attitude when you get angry. Well, you know what? Anger is a good visceral emotion sometimes. And sometimes... When people do things repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly and rub it in your face, like I can do what I want, and they get away with these lies, deceits, theft, and 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 murder, basically. I mean, the two people, the few people who died from the uh, the, or the or the or hydrochloroquine that he pushed, people died. He is to me. He is responsible for their deaths. He is absolutely complicit in, in their death. He told people to use this drug. They found what they thought was what he was talking about. They took his advice. They took this shit. He died. She's sick in the hospital still, I think. He killed that man. Plain and In my eyes, he killed that man. Plain and simple. If anyone died from drinking bleach... I don't know if it, you know they did or not. I I I didn't check check you know check it out, and I, I I haven't heard anything. But if anyone did, he's responsible for their death, plain and simple. So, I just want someone to snap on him. And you know, sure, it might ruin their career, it might ruin their job. They you know, but I don't actually think it would. I think in the initial moments. You know, in the immediate aftermath of losing your shit and snapping on the president, you might lose your job and, you know, be ostracized for a little bit. But I think truly in circles, uh, you would be a hero and you would be a, uh, a, a light, a shining light uh, in a dark, dark world. Uh, because someone needs to fucking go off on this piece of shit. I can't because I'm never going to get press uh, credentials because I don't want them and I don't deserve them and I, you know, I will never obtain them, so I will never get a chance to ask him a question and then have him lie to me and be a dickhead to me and then have me lose my shit on him. I, I won't have that opportunity. But I wish someone who has that opportunity will. I want, you know, Anderson Cooper. You'll get suspended for a few weeks. Lose your shit. Yell at him. Somebody. Somebody. Please. Okay. I I went far too long on that, and I do apologize. I initially just wanted to talk about how how wonderful our walks are. And it turned into something. This is how, this is the mind of quarantine right now, folks. This is the absolute mind of quarantine. Starts off in one place, happily enjoying life. Finds its way to the ugly part of life. And I'm sorry. Tried to be an avoidance of that. I don't want to remind you of all the misery That's out there. This should be a place of non misery. Uh, uh, Another thing tonight was supposed to be the night that uh, I'd be at a They Might Be Giants concert. It was their 30th anniversary of the album Flood, and they were going to do the entire album. I was looking so forward to this. But hey, next year, it's been rescheduled. So we'll do it next year, and that's the thing. A concert, a picnic, fireworks, stuff. This year, you're going to have to miss those things. They're not gone forever, but this year they're all on hiatus. It's going to be a different kind of year. Just get used to it. It's going to be okay. So, with that, please be kind to everyone you meet. Wave, say hi. Don't get near them, but just wave and say hi. These are the times where kindness wins. It wins hearts, it wins minds, it wins the day. Be kind. It's not always about the tea, or it's its really hardly ever about the tea. But it's about the time spent. Thank you for spending your time with me. I enjoy spending this time with you. I will see you Tuesday, next Tuesday, the proper time. And um, I'm going to stay away from um, political talk. I'm going to stay away from uh, the world as we know it. We're going to have something different. Trust me. See you next week.